five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Tuesday, Arab Shavuos. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Yeah, man. 
In the AM, 6.32 on a Tuesday, 28 minutes before 7 o'clock. It is Arab Shavuos, everybody. Tonight, the holiday begins Wednesday and Thursday outside of Israel. In Israel, only Wednesday, but in, uh, outside of Israel, Wednesday and Thursday, the great holiday. And um, today is day number 49 in the counting of the Omer. That's right. Seven complete weeks, believe it or not, since the second day of Pesach. Wow. <laughs> Hard to believe that we were in the middle of Pesach seven weeks ago. Is it a month and a half already? 
That's pretty amazing. Anyway, Shavuot starts tonight. We're back here Friday morning at JM and the AM on our stream all day long at jmandtheam.org. You'll be able to tune in to a great Erev Yom Tov stream. It is probably the best way to get ready for the holiday. After all, the holiday begins relatively late. This is, uh, I'm trying to get my official information here. I have Erev Shavuot's candle lighting time at 8.03. 8.03 candle lighting time. And uh, many people will be staying up all night tonight, immersed in the study of Torah. And uh, then don't forget, outside of Israel, both Megillas Rus, the Book of Ruth, and uh, Yisker uh, are said on Thursday, the second day of Yontif. Again, we're back here Friday at JMM to officially uh, wrap up the week. I want to thank our friends at RTMA, JEC. We had a wonderful morning there yesterday. Uh, broadcasting this uh, phenomenal radio program from another one of the great schools in our community. Their big dinner is coming up on the 17th of June. And again, we say mazal tov to all the honorees, and we say thank you to our friends at JEC and RTMA for welcoming us there yesterday in uh, Elizabeth, New Jersey. Sunshine today. Then, if you don't like rain, that's when the trouble starts. <laughs> Afternoon thunderstorms later on. High temperature today. Well, I should, right. I should have said it differently. It's sunny out right now. The forecast will call for afternoon thunderstorms, a high temperature of 84. Scattered thunderstorms tonight with a low of 66. How does the first day of Yom Tov look in this area? Partly cloudy and 82. All right. Actually, that's not bad. I thought it was supposed to rain through the entire first day of Yom Tov. I guess it's good sometimes to have a revised weather forecast. Uh, right now we are at um, uh, 66 degrees with sunshine out there. On a Tuesday morning, Erev Yom Tov at JM and the Amber. Yudin's going to join us, 8.15, of course, for the discussion about the upcoming holiday of Shavuos. Um, we've got a special segment coming up with a young man who is helping spread Torah through the Internet with a unique site. We'll talk about that coming up. And uh, plenty more between now and 9 o'clock this morning. Again, our stream will be going all day. No live lunch or anything like that. Our stream will be going all day with amazing Erev Yom Tov selections. Make sure to be tuned in all day long at jmnam.org. And make sure to install, as you travel for Shavuos, no matter where you're going, make sure to install the brand-new NSN app. Uh, that'll make sure to uh, keep you up to date on everything going on and plus give you the archives and information about everything we do on a regular basis all day long on our stream at jmandtheam.org.
It's Dove Hoffman off of the Torah All-Star CD. You heard Baruch Levine with Ufa Ratzda. Avramo had Moshe MS. 
Torah done by Michal Przanski, Torah Tziva with Mordechai Ben David, Chaim Yisrael with Torah Kedosha, the Shira Chadasha Boys Choir had Al HaTorah, the Yeshiva Boys Choir had Torah Tziva, Eitan Katz with the Hey Rava, words we say when you take out the Torah, and Regesh with Modani opening things up. It's Erev Shvu is trying to fit in as much Torah music and I guess holiday and Hallel music as possible on this Tuesday morning as we get set for the big holiday, and I thank everybody for tuning in. 66 degrees, afternoon thunderstorms, a high temperature of 84. Yerushalayim is at 84 right now, and we are at 66 here on a um, on a uh, Tuesday morning. Very short week. A short week that will be wrapped up with this Ruchag Friday morning with the weekly update and more right here at JM in the AM. So make sure to be tuned in on Friday for sure. Uh, but a relatively short week for us here. At JM in the AM. Words from Hallel. It's been Sion Schenker at JM in the AM.
J.M. and the A.M. Ma'ashiv, words from the Hallel. Uh, that's uh, Baruch Levine. I think we played that song yesterday. It's just so beautiful. Such an incredible Hallel selection. Had to do it again. Dove Hoffman with Vahaviosim. J.M. the A.M. Tuesday. Oh, we did uh, Ben Sion Schenker in there. How that didn't get onto the list, I don't know. Ben Sion Schenker in there, of course, with Betsais Yisrael. Words from the Hallel service. We get set for a two-day yontiv outside of Israel, one day in Israel. A uh, lot of people are heading to the uh, Kotel Amaravi, the Western Wall, tomorrow morning, very early, for an early Shavuos morning, sunrise davening, sunrise tefillah. It's one of those. Uh, it's one of those things. We have an opportunity to do it. Uh, try your hardest to actually carry it through and do it. It is an amazing experience. In general, Shavuos in the Holy Land is just uh, remarkable. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, and around the world on the web, jmnam.org. My thanks again to everybody at uh, RTMA, JEC, who are so wonderful and gracious yesterday during our radio broadcast. In uh, Elizabeth, New Jersey, it's much appreciated. We'll do our news from Israel coming up. We'll try to fit in some more Torah and Rus and uh, Yuntiv selections between now and 9 a.m. with amazing songs all day long on our stream at jmnam.org. We will be in our music format all day long on our stream, Erev Yom Tov. So take advantage and enjoy. Ike Sultan is going to be joining us coming up at 7.30. Today, Erev Shavuos is the perfect day to talk about Halachapedia. It's his website, and we will explain the entire thing coming up. Really a um, an amazing avenue to spread Torah. And we'll discuss it on Erev Shavuos in this hour. Off the air Wednesday, Thursday, there will be other programming in our time slot. Back Friday morning right here at JMNAM with a weekly update and more. Make sure you're tuned in when we close out the week, the short week, this coming Friday morning. Galitzal in the background. News from Israel is next. Galitzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Tuesday follows next. We say Boker Tov from JMN. Galitzal, תקרית הירי בצומת תפוח בצד הפלסטיני תורני מחשוד שנורה למוות כלל לא היה חמוש. בתנועת פתח גינו את מותו ואמרו שהוא נרצח בדם קר. כתבנו ג'קי חוגי. בהודעת התנועה נקרא הציבור הפלסטיני לדבוק במטרות השהידים שהראו לנו את דרך החירות והעצמאות בדמם הנקי. עוד אומרים בפתח כי דמו של ההרוג לא נשפך חינם, והוא רק יחזק את הפלסטינים להיפטר מהכיבוש ולהקים מדינה עצמאית שבירתה ירושלים לשון ההודעה. עלה מוחמד עודה, בן 30, אב לשני בנים, היה בעליה של חנות לממכר ותיקון טלפונים סלולריים. חבריו טענו שהוא יצא לצומת תפוח כדי לקבל משלוח של טלפונים חדשים. בתקרית הלילה נפצע קהל שוטר משמר הגבול. הבוקר נפצעו שני ישראלים קהל מאבנים שהשליחו לעברם פלסטינים בכפר חווארה. כוחות הביטחון פיזרו הפרת סדר אלימה שהייתה במקום. בית משפט השלום בחיפה שחרר ממעצר את הסבתא החשודה בחטיפת שני נכדיה. כתבנו קובי מנדל מוסר שנאסר עליה ליצור קשר עם ילדיה ונכדיה במשך תשעת הימים הבאים. עורך דינה בוריס שרמן מהסנגוריה הציבורית טוען כי הסבתא רק ניסתה להגן על הנכדים. מדובר במחלוקת על אופן חינוך של הילדים. לסבתא לא הייתה כל כוונה לפגוע חלילה בילדים. לגרום להם איזשהו נזק, וגם בפועל לא נגרם שום נזק. היחסים של הסבתא עם הבת 
היו תקינים, ואנחנו מקווים שגם יישארו תקינים, ואנחנו מקווים שהעניינים יחזרו לשגרה במהרה. המשטר הצבאי בתאילנד הודיע יוסר העוצר הלילי במוקדי התיירות, כתבתנו נעמה ארטשיק. בהודעה טלוויזיונית בישרה מועצת הצבא כי ההחלטה התקבלה על מנת למנוע פגיעה בתעשיית התיירות של תאילנד. בין הערים בהם יוסר העוצר, פוקט והאי סמוי. בשבועיים האחרונים, מאז הוכרז משטר צבאי בתאילנד, מוטל עוצר לילי על כל תושבי המדינה, כולל התיירים, מחצות ועד ארבע לפנות בוקר. ועל רקע המתיחות באוקראינה, הנחת היום נשיא ארצות הברית ברק אובמה בפולין, שכנתה. והביע את המחויבות שלו למקום. לנוכח המצב באוקראינה תגברנו את הנוכחות האמריקנית באזור, הצהיר אובמה והוסיף, כבר התחלנו לשלוח כוחות ומטוסי F-16 לפולין, ואני מצפה להודיע על פעולות נוספות היום, דברי נשיא ארצות הברית. התחזית לחג שרבי בשירות המטאורולוגי מזהירים מסיכוי גבוה לשריפות בערי הצפון והמרכז. ואחרי המהדורה בגל"צ, ממי קיבלתי את התורה? אישים ישראלים מספרים על מי שהיווה להם השראה והשפיע על פועלם ויצירתם. בשעה הקרובה יוסי גיספן על מאיר אריאל. ובגלגלצ, מצד השירים הגדולים של הרולינג סטונס, גידי שפרוט בשעתיים עם השירים הכי גדולים של האבנים המתגלגלות, כפי שדרגו מאזיני גלגלצ. לקראת המצעד, כית' ריצ'ארדס, לא פחות ולא יותר, מברך את המאזינים. גם אנחנו מתרגשים. אלה החדשות שעורכת טלי יחזקאלי, בצוות שירה הראל ועידו אשכנזי.
to celebrate the day that Hashem gave us the Torah on Har Sinai and all of the sweet mitzvot that we do every day of the year. On Shavuos, we stay up and learn, eat milchik foods, read the story of Rus, and celebrate the gift of the Torah. Yeah. 
That's right. The next major—oh, sorry about that. The next major holiday after uh, the next major holiday after Shavuos is going to be Rosh Hashanah. Unbelievable, huh? Tomorrow night, Yantif will be over in Israel. Thursday night, Yantif will be over outside of Israel. It is a two-day Yantif outside of Israel. Shavuos five seven seven four is upon us. Today is day forty-nine in the counting of the Omer. If you forgot to count last night. Make sure to do so sometime today. It's Erev Shavuos with candle lighting at 8.02 on this Erev Yontif. 8.02. We'll say Yisker on the second day of Yontif. We'll say Yisker on the second day of Yontif. And, of course, we are uh, uh, off the radio tomorrow and uh, Thursday. We'll return Friday morning. 
here at JM in the AM with the weekly update and more. Uh, so make sure to be tuned in Friday. We'll do our weekly update and wrap up what is a very unusual short week for us here at JM in the AM. My thanks, everybody, at RTMA JEC. It was great visiting yesterday. I guess a lot of uh, youngsters have a day off today for Erev Yontif. I, I, I assume there's some schools in session, maybe some for half a day, but I would guess the majority of them are closed for Erev Shavuos, with some going back Friday and some going back Monday of next week. Afternoon thunderstorms with a high temperature of 84. Scattered thunderstorms tonight, low 66, then partly cloudy for tomorrow. Looks like the first day of Yontif is better than they originally thought weather-wise. Uh, high tomorrow, 82 degrees. At 84 right now in Yerushalayim. We're at 66 here in Jersey City. As we say good morning at JM in the AM. Getting ready for a wonderful Shavuos night around the world. Many people, of course, will be converging on the closest we can get to the holiest site in the entire world. And that uh, closest spot is, of course, the Western Wall. Many people will be there early tomorrow morning enjoying an incredible sunrise Shavuos morning. Shachris and Musaf. And uh, Megillus Rus and uh, everything else that uh, we're used to saying over two days. But in Israel, of course, they say in the one day of Yantith that they have. And there's nothing like Shavuos morning. If you've never been there, if, you're, if you've considered, because this time of year we've spoken about being in Israel for Yom Atzmud and Yom Yerushalayim and how amazing Lag Baomer and other special days are during this period of time. Uh, we don't focus enough on how incredible the night of Shavuos is in the holy city of Jerusalem. And if you've never experienced it, try your, <coughs> excuse me, try your best, <coughs> excuse me, try your best to get there and enjoy it one of these years. It really is a remarkable experience. 29 minutes after the hour, JM and the AM, we will meet the founder of Halachapedia, who's going to be joining us in studio. Felt that Erev Shvuas is the best time to introduce him to all of you. That'll be coming up if you keep it right here at JM and the AM. In the Torah, and all of them mitzvot. Down came Hashem and told us what to do. So the sixth day of Sivan is fun for me and you. <laughs> we just had 49 days of Omar, man. Now it's time for holiday of Shavuot. Sixth day of Sivan is called Shavuot. Out came the Torah and all of them mitzvot. Down came Hashem and told us what to do. So the sixth day of one for me and you. Oh yeah. One more time, man. Sing it with me. Sixth day of Sivan is called Javuot. Out came the Torah and all of them what Down came Hashem and told us what to do. So the sixth day of Sivan is one for me and you.
have a holiday or Shavuot, cause you know learning is such fun. We got the Torah. So clearly, now every year thereafter, on the sixth day of Sivan, we have a holiday of Shavuot, cause you know learning is such fun. We got the Torah. Our fun for you and me. We finished Sefer Bereshit. Now Shmot is next, you see. Shmot Ba'era Bo Bishalach. It Ro Mishpatim. Trumat Etzavekiti Savaya. Kel Petude. Chamishachum Shetora. Our fun for you and me. We finished Sefer Shemot. Ba'ikra's next, you see. Ba'ikra Tzav Shmini Tazriya and Nitzora. Achrei Mot Kiddoshim Emor Bahar Bechukotai. Chamishachum Torah are fun for you and me. We finish Sefer Vayikra. Bamidbar's next, you see. Bamidbar Naso Bahaloka Shlach and Korach. Kukat Balak Pinchas Matot and Masay. Chamishachum Torah are fun for you and me. We finish Sefer Bamidbar. Devarim's next, you see. Devarim Vayikanan. Akev Reishov Tim Kitaytse. Kitavonit Savim Vayelach Azinu. Bezot Abracha. We finish Sefer Devarim, next time you'll sing with me. Kamishachum Torah is more than history.
Tuesday morning on this Erev Shavuos 5774. Getting ready for the big holiday with everybody in our wonderful audience. Make sure to be tuned in all day long on our stream at jmnam.org where an Erev Yom Tov stream of selections is going to be uh, accompanying you all day. No matter where you are, make sure to have the uh, brand new NSN, Nahum Single Network app with you. If you haven't searched for that yet in your, in your uh, app store on your phone, make sure to do so, install it, and enjoy it. Avraham Avram Fried with Baruch Okenu. You heard Schlockrock with an amazing combination of selections from their Schlockrock for Kids CDs, including the sixth day of Sivan, We Got the Torah, and Hamisha Chumshe Torah. And on the topic of Torah, I get to welcome a special guest into our studio this morning here at JM in the AM, somebody who has helped spread Torah to millions. His website literally has had millions of visitors since it was founded back 
in 2009. Ike Sultan, who's a young man from West Orange, New Jersey, runs a, a website that you should check out. It's called Halachapedia, H-A-L-A-C-H-I-P-E-D-I-A. Ike Sultan, welcome to JM in the AM. Good morning, Nachum. It is nice to have you here. Why did you start Halachapedia back in 2009? Um, My basic goal was very much something, a passion of love. I liked spreading Torah. I liked learning Torah. And that's where the idea came from. It came from seeing Wikipedia, which is totally focused on education and growth and building from something free from editors and spreading it to everybody else. So I said, well, if we have something like that on the Internet for free and it's just an awesome resource, why don't we have something similar for Torah? So I said, it's not a brilliant and um, unique idea, but it's something that anybody could have done, but we just got to make it happen, got to do it. Well, the way it's organized is unique, and we'll talk about that in a minute. And by the way, Ike Sultan is a young man. And based on my calculation, when you started this Halachapedia, you were still a teenager. So that's uh, that's pretty remarkable for somebody that young. <laughs> True. <laughs> Just an observation yeah. on my part. Uh, so the goal is to spread Torah, and I, I think the best thing about it is that the website is done in a very organized fashion. How did you start categorizing everything when you started thinking about how to present the website? So the categories came naturally from the books of Halacha. I looked mostly at Shulchan Aruch. The Rambam was the first to do real categorization of Halacha. He took from what's in the Gemara, a whole sea of Torah and everything, and he fit into nice, neat categories by logical things. For me, I looked in Shulchan Aruch and the Mishnah Burra where they put things in order. There's Shabbos and there's Brachos because the head category is really nice and easy. Right. And then within that, I said, look at the more modern books like Shmir Shabbos. He gives you a nice feel, breakdown of Shabbos. As opposed to Mishnah Burra, he gives you at least piece by piece. But if you look at Shmir Shabbos, he gives you a great walkthrough of Shabbos in the kitchen, Shabbos outdoors, Shabbos clothing. Section by section, so I said, just make it logical topics. It doesn't need to be technically set up by Simon the way it was in the Shulchan Aruch, or right. the way chapter and verses as it is in the Rambam. So the organization, I think, is supposed to be natural, supposed to be logical. Right. Uh, it sounds like you took the best of everyone's organized efforts over the centuries. That's what you that's what you were looking to do. I hope so. The idea is to serve the, the user so like user-friendly and it's reader-friendly. They can find what they're looking for easily and most effectively. It would be impossible in one morning to describe everything that's on the site. And we're talking about Halakhapedia, everybody. And the best way to get there is Halakhapedia.com, right? Sure. The, or you can Google it. It's right. Too, 85% of our viewers come from Google. Right. So. And you know why. Because nobody knows how to spell <laughs> Halakhapedia. That's why. Uh, but, sure. but if you search for it, you'll find it. Now, uh, you have a million categories, and that's... Uh, uh, it may be an exaggeration, but it's close. Uh, one of the things that uh, might be interesting to someone today, because the holiday begins tonight, yes. is the holiday of Shavuot. So if someone goes mm-hmm. to the Shavuot category on Halakhapedia, what will they find? Uh, probably underneath Shavuot, it's not chock full of Halakhas. There's not a million, but there's one page dedicated to Shavuot. They'll have all the Minhagim. The stuff about the davening, specific things we might do. There might, for sure, about eating dairy on Shavuot as opposed to those who, those who are going to tell you to have meat on Shavuot and there's some dairy. All men hug them have, have nice sources and have a long discussion. So you'll find that on that page. 
small other things about the, the basics for the basics of Shavuot. There's not all that many minhagim. Starting Shavuot a little bit later than we don't than right. we would regularly start a Yantif. But it's all there. And who's your audience? Because obviously, uh, you know, those who delve into the holy books and you know really research the halacha, I don't think you're you're expecting them uh, potentially to visit this site, although they might for some you know review or overview. But who's really the target audience here? The, the audience is really anybody who's interested to learn. <laughs> Today, uh, there are many, many people in all different walks of life that just want to learn a little bit. So if we can offer them that bit, that's, that's exactly our key. The, the target mostly is for people, I think, that are interested in using the Internet and to learn, that understand that it's in the, the world we live in, it, we can use technology for lots of wonderful things and spreading Torah and to make learning more effective, quicker, and better. And that's the target audience. It's people, I would, some people call like modern orthodox in that area. Some people to the left, some people to the right, but that's the target audience. And let's say an age-wise, it would probably teenage, younger age group where they're still using the internet. I see all the time people searching Google for halachic questions. Right. What bracha do I make on a rainbow? What's right. the bracha on thunder? What's the bracha on a ganol bar? And that's the type of stuff they could find yep. at your site. Ike Sultan is here, founder of Halachapedia. Do you have to keep these entries short just to stay in the Wikipedia model? Like, do you purposely try to, you know, as voluminous as certain halachic uh, uh, categories can be, do you have to keep certain presentations short knowing that, you know, there's certain people out there who are logging on with what we call an Internet type of... Uh, of um uh, of, what's, what's the word? Mindset. That Thank you. It's got to be instant. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, a programming philosophy is don't make me have to learn how to find right. it. It's got to be there, and if I don't see it, I'm going to the next site. Um, for sure, we do, do try keeping it really short and concise. Attention There's, span, that's the word I'm looking for. Go ahead. <laughs> so that is for sure a focus of a lot of what we do, but I break it up into two parts. The first is the halacha, the actual the piece, the bottom line summary of so-and-so says the following, that's the halacha, or the minig of the following. So that's really short and concise. It's usually try boiling down to one sentence, two sentences at most, three sentences. And then in the footnote, sometimes there's a long, there's room for elaboration. Somebody who's more interested could read through a footnote, right? And references. Exactly, links. references, sources. And for sure, there definitely is on the site we try catering to something which most Sfarim don't have is the a range of sources. We'll have Ashkenazic sources, Sephardic yeah. sources, Chabad sources, different minhagim that if you would have a regular printed book, you wouldn't have the space to do. So you have to have more standardized. So that's one really nice thing being on the Internet. There's no exact limit. We can branch out. Right, and do what's necessary and what you think would be helpful to people who are logging in. Uh, do you have your rabbinic ordination yet? Does the founder of Halachapedia automatically, uh, is he automatically referred to as a rabbi? <laughs> <laughs> Funny you ask. Nope. Uh, Baruch Hashem. It's a pro- work in progress. I'm enrolled in REITs. Uh, oh, I didn't even realize that. The so. program at YU. So one, day, so one day we will call you yes. rabbi. Yeah, Baruch Hashem. Um, uh, what are the statistics? I said in the millions, and that's not uh, false. That's 100% true. But what can you tell us about who visits and how often? So the visitors have only been increasing. It's the, my favorite charts to look at the statistics. It's not imagine. like any stock or anything. So I've seen <laughs> it grow. So looking th- a few years ago when it first started, it was maybe a hit or two a day or a hit or two a week. And then a few years, then two years ago, I remember it was something like 50, and it was exciting when we get, you know, 100 or something. Last year it was more like 100. This year, the beginning of the year was maybe 200, and now I'm seeing 300, 400. Around Pesach, two days before Pesach, I saw 
2,000 hits <laughs> on Tanya's Bechorus, questions about which things are kosher or Pesach, all, medicines, and every other shaila. And on a regular basis, there's, I think, in that area, 300 people plus every single day. It'll be interesting to see what people are searching for today <laughs> as they go into Shavuos. Maybe they need it's a Dvar Torah about Megillus Rus, and they want to find out the mm-hmm. origin of that custom. That, that they can find out from you, right? Yes, that's a good. That's a great thing. So if I'll we don't have it yet, then that's a good thing to, <laughs> that we need to add. By the way, just like Wikipedia, do moderators or do are people invited to actually make changes and Absol- update things? Absolutely. Uh, I'm not looking to finish everything today right. and everything, but the idea is, I want to invite everybody who's listening and anybody who hears about the project to, to contribute, and everybody has their piece in Torah that they could add to. So I'm, I'm, I'm really looking to invite everybody that's it's edited and freely crowdsourced. That's the, that's the model that we took from Wikipedia. Right. It is edited. I look over all that change that happened every single day and review them if it's something good. So I leave it exactly as is. I try to add to it. If it's something that that needs correcting, so I'll, add, so I'll change that as well. And there definitely is a staff that reviews it. Other people, my friends, help as well. Are those the only type of contributions, or is there financial support also for Halachapedia? Um, well, the way it is, Baruch Hashem, now it's my parents sponsored just the small server, not nothing very much. So it's right. a really it's right now. It's so you're doing w- this without even free. asking the community to support it financially. Yeah, it, in theory, in a dream world, maybe at some point in the future, I could see that maybe having support would definitely push this project a lot further. Right. I could see that having that that financial support can make it grow. With content, having more editors, having let's say Rabbanim that that add to this site, that back that support it a lot more, what, or technical stuff as well. What have rabbinic authorities? What have they said about Halachapedia? Baruch Hashem, I've heard a lot of good things. Um, I, the st- stuff I've really heard is from my rabbim at YU very much, and some of my rabbim from Shalvim that have told me afterwards. They heard, they tell me it's a good project, Baruch Hashem, and it's to, the idea is very uh, simple. It's to spread Torah, so that's very good. Um, my, I, I'm in Rosh this year, and I've asked him time again about different things about this that relate to the site. And he thinks it's a very positive thing. It's only just relating what it says in the halacha. The idea of the site is not controversial. It's not trying to pass and say we know better, and I can figure out my own to uh, add my own opinion to the halacha. It's really just presenting and relating all the different opinions that have been established through the generations. The most most important mainstream and general menhagim that are out there, just putting them online so everybody could view. Ike Sultan is here. He's founder of Halachapedia. With that in mind, have you uh, met anything controversial over all these years? I can't imagine that there's anything that calls itself uh, a halacha website that has not met some controversy at some point. True. The the <laughs> question's been asked, Baruch Hashem, but a lot of times, uh, are there controversial things? And the answer is, we've managed, Baruch Hashem, to avoid, and there's not really been too much controversy. I've heard much more about controversy than there actually has been. I saw a blog who wrote about our site, uh, things that they thought were going to be controversial, uh, certain women's issues, certain issues that might come up that are real issues that are bottom face, face with that are, right. you know, hot Torah issues all the time. They're not. They're not really found on our site. Most of the, most of the reason is because those are not the most basic, practical shayla that people want to learn about. And I'm not looking to, you know, get get myself involved so much with controversy. Um, I can't say there's not there's nothing that I put on the site that anybody's ever wanted to change, but it's very small things. It was, I saw one thing about my machronim. Someone wanted to change about games on Shabbos, this or that. One or two small things, a detail here, a, deal, a detail there. 
But for the most part, I haven't found anything to have to. Oh, come on, worry games about. on Shabbos. That's something we could agree <laughs> to disagree about. Come on. You're right. Have you decided what uh, section of Torah will be your focus tonight? Do you know what you're going to be exploring tonight on Shavuos night? Have you set that up for yourself yet? I'm here to Shem. I hope to be in NYU, the place I, sh- I want to be, in Yeshiva, to be at. Uh, to be at the base, to be at home. And, and what would it be a Talmud or Rambam or Halacha? <laughs> what would it be that dominates your evening uh, this evening? <laughs> when I have that opportunity just to sit and learn exactly what I want. So it's really, it starts in the Gemara and works its way into the Rishonin, the Tur and the Beit Yosef, the Rosh and the Rambam. And then the Halacha would very likely be something in Shabbos related. If that, that you know, something maybe Rafuan Shabbos, some Sugi and Hilcho Shabbos. And I work its way and work its way from the Gemara to the, to the Halacha. It's, it's one of the most exciting parts of Torah that I, that I find. I mean, it incorporates lots of different opinions, lots of different machlokas and questions and intricate details. And it also has practical ramifications at the end of the day. Unbelievable. Ike Sultan is the man. He is in charge of Halachapedia, where Halacha meets Wiki. You'll find it on the web, of course. If you go to halachapedia.com, you can just search for it if you're not sure about the spelling. And everything on the homepage uh, is in major categories, from morning routine to Jewish holidays, including Shavuos, which begins tonight, uh, featured topics, a prayer section, brachos, Shabbos, and, of course, much, much more. Any uh, any, any interest out there to uh, go to the site before Shavuos and print out some material for tonight, you welcome people to do that, right? Yes, sure. We're looking very much forward to having to being able to use the site and being able to offer this uh, the information and the halachas them and hagim about Shavuos to everybody who's interested. I'm sure there's lots of intricate details about the, the you know unique minhagim, the rus and the dairy and whatever it may be. And, and on that respect, yes, definitely, I encourage everybody to print out something from the site that they find interesting. And there are packets that we worked on very much this year between students at NYU and I for. The, an entire we spent months on them, and they they and they're they're designed specifically for people to print out and read. And that's a section on the site that's called Halachopedia articles. It's a, a link on the side to the, on the left sidebar. Uh, I guess I should, maybe could prom, make yeah, it more please. prominent, but that that section has a piece that we just worked on the Shabbos packet in YU. And between Chaverim and, and friends and, and having some of the Rosh Yeshiva look over some of the content, that is something that we worked on to make a finished product of all Lamet HaMalachas and a little bit of Halachas here and there to show people, A, what we're learning in YU and Chidushim and also to say some of the Halachas that are practical. Phenomenal. And that is what I am going to recommend on this Erev Shruz, that people make sure to look at at some point today because you will find articles in that section that you're going to want to print out for tonight and to really enhance your Shavuos experience or people who make sure even uh, during the first and second days of Yom Tov uh, to increase their Torah study over the holiday of Shavuos and this gives you a golden opportunity to do so. It's uh, Halachapedia articles. You'll find that section on the left side of the website of Halachapedia.com, one that we are recommending on this era of Yom Tov to everybody. Well, Ike Sultan, anything else you want to tell us? Um, or that basically no, just, covers it. Baruch Hashem, yeah, that's it. The, the idea is Lahagda Torah We want to just increase the Torah. There's lots, lots of things up there. As you mentioned, so far two and a half million hits, and we're looking just to, to see it grow. And we want to just fill in those gaps and add more Torah. And we're looking to see how we're able to add a little bit to the, you know, the coming Mashiach Buhermi Amena that we're going to see Torah spread and people, you know, enjoying Torah in all different places on the internet and wherever else. Well, I appreciate you being here today. Ike Sultan is the founder of Halachapedia. It's a site that we are specifically recommending on this. 
Erev Shavuos, and I hope you see uh, the numbers jump like crazy because this audience is <laughs> oh. thirsting for more and more Torah articles and, uh, and, and whatever they can find uh, on the Internet to enhance the Shavuos experience that I can guarantee you. Thank you for being here. Thank you so and much. And Ikesultanhalachapedia.com. Check it out. This is JM and the AM on an era of Shavuos.
Amazing Ben Sion Schenker. Before that, Shlomo Kalbach with Kimi Tzion Teitze Torah. Erev Shvuis, Tuesday, day 49 in the counting of the Omer. If you forgot to count last night, make sure to do so sometime today. This is America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial. 
and around the world in the web, jmtheam.org. I thank you all for tuning in and being part of this amazing radio show. Don't forget, we'll be off tomorrow and Thursday for the holiday of Shavuos. Uh, off tomorrow and Thursday for the holiday of Shavuos. Back on Friday morning. Friday morning, we'll be right here at JM and the AM with a weekly update and more. We'll wrap up a short but uh, important week, that's for sure. So make sure to be tuned in this Friday as we'll close out the week. Don't forget, we have amazing programming all day long on the stream. Today, we're actually interrupting our regular programming for amazing programming that will include phenomenal Erev Yom Tov music. You'll have all your Erev Yom Tov selections ready for you. And that'll be starting at uh, 9 a.m. this morning all the way until candle lighting time at 8.02 tonight. So make sure to be um, tuned in all day long on the NSN app or on our listen line or on your computer, laptop, whatever the case may be, at jmandtheam.org. We say Yisker the second day of Yom Tov on Thursday. If we're outside of Israel, we say it the second day of Yom Tov. Plenty more coming up in hour number three this morning. Rabbi Yudin, of course, will address the holiday of Shavuos minutes from now, and, of course, plenty between now and 9 a.m. if you keep it right here at JM in the AM. <laughs> I live for I live for a new Ich 
in the AM. That's the uh, Moshe Kibel selection. Yummy Lowy here at JM in the AM. Getting ready for a wonderful holiday of Shavuos. Begins tonight with candle lighting at 8.02. Again, I remind everybody that the uh, custom is for Yisker to be said the second day of Yuntif. That would be Thursday. Keep that in mind. 66 degrees, afternoon thunderstorms, and a high temperature of 84. Looks like a rough night, uh, the first night, in terms of rain and stuff. Uh, then it looks like we're turning into a pretty good day tomorrow with partly cloudy weather, a high temperature of 82 degrees. Hopefully a great yunta for everybody around the world, and I thank you all for tuning in. Uh, all day long on the stream, amazing music to accompany your era of yunta all the way until candlelighting time. Make sure to be tuned in all day long at jmnam.org. A big thank you, shout out, and hello to our friends at... Uh, J-E-C-R-T-M-A. It was uh, wonderful being there yesterday in Elizabeth, New Jersey. Great program. A lot of wonderful hosts. Not of the program, I mean of the, uh, <laughs> from the school for hosting. Thank you for hosting us there yesterday and for making it a very exciting Monday for us here at JM and the AM. This time each and every, every, uh, this time each and every Erev Shabbos, usually on Friday mornings, Erev Shabbos, Rabbi Benjamin Yudin, spiritual leader of Congregation Shomrei Torah in Fairlawn, New Jersey, addresses our entire listening audience concerning the Torah portion of the week. Today, on Tuesday, Erev Yom Tov, Rabbi Yudin addresses the upcoming holiday of Shavuos. Good morning, Rabbi Yudin. Good morning, Nachum. Good Erev Yom Tov, everybody. And what a special Erev Yom Tov it is. There, it's so hard to describe... But, while there are no specific biblical mitzvos today for the Yom Tov of Shavuos, and even when we were privileged to have a Beis HaMikdash, and please God, in the future, there is only one communal mitzvah, which we'll talk about, and that is the Shtei HaLechem. Yet, how important is this Yom Tov of Shavuos? So let's recall the very last Pasuk in the first chapter of Bereshis, which we use as an introduction to the Kiddush every Friday night, and we recite before, Vayichulu HaShamayim, we recite the words, Vayerev, Vayivoker, Yom Hashishi, literally, and there was evening and morning, the sixth day. Now, you'll notice Throughout the week of creation, each day is identified as Yom Rivi'i, Yom Hamishi, fourth day, fifth day. It doesn't say 
the fourth, the fifth. Here it says the sixth day. And Rashi brings two interpretations, both of which are related to our Yom Tov. Rashi says, Hosif Hey, there is an additional letter Hey by the sixth day, Bigmar Maasei Bereshis, at the culmination and completion of creation, Lomar, to tell us Shehisna Imahem, God made a condition with creation. Amenas God said to creation, you will endure, there will be meaning and purpose for creation if and when Israel accepts the Torah. And if not, there is no world. Rashi says, Yom Hashishi, the sixth day, Kulam Tluyim Again, there was this kind of suspension as to whether or not there would be complete, total endurance. Ad Yom Hashishi to the sixth day, which is, please God, tomorrow, Shishi Besivan, the sixth day of Sivan, the day on which we received the Torah. So the Torah itself is very strongly hinting to us that this day is such an important one. It gives us as a people literally our identity and it gives the world its purpose. And I have to tell you, we dare not forget that what happened on Shavuos is something that no other people on the face of this earth ever have said, could say, will say. And that is as follows. All of the religions claim they had a prophet. Maybe they did. Maybe they didn't. However, no other people claim that the entire nation experienced prophecy. We claim it. This is Shavuos. The entire nation heard the Ten Commandments, specifically the first two that Hashem spoke the entire nation of Israel heard. And in fact, it is for this reason that we read the Ten Commandments. Please God, tomorrow from Parshas Yisro, and we read them with Tam Elyon, which means that we read the Ten Commandments as commandments, not as individualized psukim. Now, to relive that happening at Sinai. While there are, as I pointed out, no biblical mitzvos unique, there's no matzah, there's no shofar and lulav and sukkah, there are minhagim that are prevalent regarding the holiday of Shavuos. The Ramah in Simon, Tuf Tzadi Dalit points out, Noagin, the custom is, Lishtoach Asovim, literally to spread greens on Shavuos, 
in the synagogues and in the homes. And what's the reason for this? Zecher, as a remembrance, lesimchas matan Torah, to remind us of the happiness and the joy that was there at the time the Torah was given. Namely, the Torah says, and we're going to read this, please God, tomorrow morning, that Gamatzon Bahabokor Al Yiru Elmul Hohor Hahu. Part of the reason for putting Hagbalah, putting a barrier around the mountain, is to keep away the animals, lest they pasture on the mountain because God bedecked the mountain with green and therefore we remind ourselves by the flowers and the greens of the life that literally surrounded Har Sinai. In addition, the Mishnah teaches us in Rosh Hashanah then on Atzeres, on Shavuos, Nidonin Aperosa Ilan. We are judged regarding the fruits of the trees, and therefore we're reminded by the greens to be mispaleo, to pray for the quality of fruits. And in addition, the rabbis tell us we know Moshe Rabbeinu was born on the 7th of Adar. The Torah tells us that they were able to hide him for three months. And so, when was it that Paro's daughter, Bitya, finds Moshe? It is on the 6th of Sivan, Vatosem Basuf al She finds him in the reeds along the river. And, in addition, the Ramah writes, Noagin b'chamo mekomos, there is a minhog, le'echo machole cholav, to eat dairy foods, biyom rishon shel shavuos, on the first day of shavuos. Now the Ramah gives a very fascinating explanation, and you'll see how challenging this is. Try to follow and appreciate it. And that is as follows. I mentioned that there is no individual mitzvah for the Yom Tov of Shavuos on any particular Jew. When we were privileged to have a Beis Amigdash, however, there was a communal korban, a communal offering called the Shtehalechem, which the Torah prescribes in Parshas Emor, two loaves of wheat were brought on Shavuos in the Beis Amigdash. In reality, this is the culmination, two bookends. On the second day of Pesach, when we started counting the Sphira, we brought an Omer, a measure's worth of barley. Seven weeks later on Shavuos, we bring two loaves of wheat. The rabbis teach us that barley is of a lesser quality. It is what is called ma'achal behema, food that animals eat. We left Egypt, we were on the level of animals. Seven weeks later, we graduate to that of ma'achal adam, literally the food of man.
And so these two loaves were brought on Shavuos. And the Ramos suggests, would it not be nice that we'd have a remembrance of these two loaves? Now how are we supposed to have a remembrance of the Shteyalechem, of these two loaves? So you would suggest, well, let's have two loaves at the meal. But we, you know and I know that every Friday night, every Shabbos meal, every Yom Tov meal, we have two breads, right? Many people at the meal, larger challah. Lesser number of people, smaller challah. But we have two at every meal. Why? To remember the man. So on lunch, please God, tomorrow on Shavuos, if we start our meal with two loaves, Manishtana, there'd be nothing different than any other Yom Tov. Two loaves in the Sukkah, two loaves on the night of Rosh Hashanah. Suggests the Ramah the following fascinating idea, that when you start your lunch tomorrow, what you do is as follows, and I recommend that this part be done with disposable plates and cutlery and a plastic tablecloth, but what you do is as follows. You make kiddish when you come to the table, and you wash, and you have your two loaves, your regular lechemishna, and then have the first course dairy, and sing some zmiros, a dvar Torah, and listen carefully now. You take everything away. All the plates, everything, including the bread. Why? Because you're about to bring out the meat. And the halacha says that when you have meat, you're not to use the same bread that you had on the table when you ate dairy. And therefore... We're cleaning everything off, and now we're going to bring as part of this same meal two other breads. Ah, I hope people aren't going to fight for this privilege, but literally to bring out the two loaves, a remembrance of the Shteyalechem. Yes, you don't have to bench after the dairy. You should rinse your mouth and or have a l'chaim in order to go from the dairy to the meat. Do this slowly, carefully, but what we're doing is we are reminding ourselves of that very special shteyalechem that, please God, we will have speedily in our day again. The Mishnaburu brings a different reason for the eating of dairy, and that is because when Moshe came down and said, look here, we now have the laws of Kashrus, so they lacked the preparation for having a meat meal in terms of how to slaughter properly, etc. There is a minog to read Megillas Rus, which we do on the second day of Shavuos. Rus underwent conversion. All of Klai Yisrael underwent conversion at Sinai. And the very acceptance of Rus coming from Moab, based upon the Torah Shabal Peh, the oral law, whereby the Torah teaches us in Parshas Kiseitze, Loyovo Amoni Umoavi, someone from the people of Moab 
is not to enter and marry into the Jewish people. So how do we accept Rus? So the oral law tells us that verse applies to the males of Moab and not to the females. Our reading the book of Rus is a strong reminder to us that we accept on Shavuos not just and only the written Torah, but the oral Torah as well. I would just like to conclude with one interesting insight into the Gemara Psachim Taf Samoch Ches Amidbeis, whereby the Gemara teaches us that every year on Shavuos, Rav Yosef would say, prepare for me a very special, tasty meal. Why? Ilav Hayuma, were it not for this day, were it not for the holiday of Shavuos, to Kagarim, which literally caused and transformed me, Kamwa Yosef Ikobishuka. There are so many Joes out there in the street, I wouldn't be different than anybody else. And Rashi says, if not for this day, meaning Shalomaditi Torah, that I was privileged to study Torah, the Nisromamti, and as a result of this, I have become elevated. Shishman Yosef. There are many Jews out there. What would be the difference between me and them? That is what the words mean literally. I heard from one of my teachers, however, a beautiful interpretation. And that is as follows. Were it not for the fact that I have Torah, how many Yosefs would be meaning how many different aspects and parts of my day of my being, of my persona would there be. There are so many different parts of our life. Our eating, our sleeping, our working, our entertainment, everything that we do is separate and disjointed. Comes along Reb Yosef and says, no, it is all one. The Torah literally governs, uplifts, gives meaning, to every aspect of my life. It unifies me. It unifies my person. It identifies me in everything that I do. And therefore, Ilav Hayuma, were it not for this day, then there would be so many different parts of me. There's so much to celebrate on this Yom Tov. The pride that we have, that we are privileged to receive and that's why that beautiful custom of staying awake all night tonight in anticipation studying the Torah showing that we are excited to receive it and I pray that each and every one of us will have a most enjoyable Kabbalah Satorah realizing that each and every one of us has their chilek in Torah. May we be privileged to not just study over the Shavuos, but to truly be uplifted. Wishing everybody a meaningful Shavuos.
Arguably one of the, uh, maybe the most beautiful Shavuos song out there. Kolachai, an unbelievable classic entitled Amech Ami, words from uh, Megillat Rut. Unbelievable. 19 minutes before 9 o'clock before we wrap up this portion of the week. We'll be off Wednesday and Thursday, back Friday morning with the weekly update and more here at JM in the AM. Erev Shavuos music all day long on our stream at jmtheam.org. Make sure to be tuned in all through the day, whether it's on the app or the website or your laptop or iPad or whatever the case may be. Tune in all day long and enjoy. Erev Shavuos music all through the day. Pretty amazing. I want to thank Mark Zamek for programming that, by the way. Big thank you to those who are with us at the Celebrate Israel Parade up Fifth Avenue on Sunday. Really an incredible gathering. Thousands and thousands came over and just uh, let us know about um, their listening habits and how much they love the show and the app and everything else. It was uh, a really, it was a, a wonderful encounter with so many great people from our audience, and I thank you so much for that. I want to thank our hosts yesterday at RTMA JEC in Elizabeth, New Jersey. It was wonderful to be uh, to be there yesterday in advance of their big dinner coming up on the seventeenth. 18 minutes before 9 o'clock, it's JM and the AM, expecting pretty good weather tomorrow for the first day. Maybe some challenging weather later today as thunderstorms and scattered thunderstorms are expected in this area. We're at 66 degrees right now with Shlomo Simcha at JM and the AM.
Calais, words from the Yuntif uh, Davening, JM and the AM, as we start to wrap up a, a Tuesday era of Shavuos, day 49 in the counting of the Omer. If you forgot to count last night, make sure to do so sometime today. Day 49 in the counting of the Omer. And uh, uh, next broadcast for us will be Friday morning right here at JM and the AM. We'll do the weekly update and more. Make sure you're tuned in Friday right here. Two-day Yuntif, Wednesday and Thursday with Yisker on Thursday. Keep that in mind. By the way, I mentioned the parade earlier and how amazing it was seeing so many great listeners on Sunday, and it was wonderful. Uh, one of the greatest developments, and I said this during the parade show on Sunday, one of the greatest developments or one of the greatest things that happened at the parade is the folks from Space IL. Remember Space IL? We had them on the air. They're actually going to be um, sending a spacecraft to the moon from Israel. And is right to put it differently. It won't be coming from Israel because the launch pad will be in a different country. It'll be an Israeli spacecraft going to the moon for the first time. And uh, someone came over to me, and uh, they were a listener of the show, and I said, "Hey, would you consider putting a JM and the AM car magnet in the in the Israeli spacecraft to the moon next year?" And they said yes. So I am hoping that, uh, and, and I I don't even remember who it was that told me that. I hope they reconnect with us at some point. So we can make arrangements. That would be amazing, huh? And then someone said yesterday, why not just slap it on the side of the spacecraft? <laughs> I don't know if that will, uh, I don't know if it'll last through the atmospheric conditions and all that, but it would be pretty amazing if it went traveling with one of those. So we'll see what happens. We'll, we'll let you know the update as we get closer to that big day. Ready to say, Visamachta Bechagecha, and wish everybody a wonderful Yom Tov on this Erev Shvuis. Lenny Solomon at JM in the AM.
Achenu Israel and Achim Achem, our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Brooklyn County at 91.9 on the FM dial and around the world on the web, jmnam.org. Have a wonderful holiday of Shavuos, everybody. We're back Friday morning starting at 6 a.m. Make sure to be tuned in. Have a fabulous Yom Tov. Until next time, Nachum Siegel reminding you. Remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.